What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey Valentine, and I thank you for letting me bend your ear for the next 30 minutes or less. I apologize that I've been phoning it in a lot lately. If anyone caught the last show, if you were a new listener and the first time you ever heard me was the last episode, I assure you that's not what the show is like. I got in front of my computer, and I was like, fuck, man. You know, you, you as an artist, as an artiste, as an entertainer, I'm sure anyone who is creative and not like in the way that I am. And <laughs> how are you creative, Joey? But stuff. Uh, no, like people who like to draw or people who like to write or people just anything creative, right? There are times when you're really, really hot. And there are times when you just can't fucking get anything to work. And I sat in front of my computer and the microphone with the fuzzy top in my mouth. And I went, I got nothing. And I, I for hours. And so I just started like writing things into my voice program. And well, that's what you ended up with on Monday. I apologize. Uh, it's, you know, it's been the holidays and whatnot. And, and like I told, love it, that I can't be a hundred percent all the time, but I'm trying. So I had a really great idea. Okay. Because I just did this video on the YouTube channel called ghosts aren't real. Now I wanted to tell you guys some ghost stories of my own. I'm going to do it with the fucking lights on. And then add the spooky music later. But uh, in, in a little bit, I'm going to tell you guys some real, honest-to-God ghost stories uh, from my own personal experience. Now, I have that video called Ghosts Aren't Real. And I explain to people why ghosts aren't real. And I believe that ghosts aren't real. But I also know that there were some things that happened to me when I was growing up. And I can't explain them. I mean, maybe my imagination got away from me. But I'll get to that. If you like ghost stories, stick around for a little bit, because after I talk about some nonsense, I'm going to tell you, these. oh my God, I can already feel my fucking skin crawling on my back. I'm going to have to sleep with the fucking lights on tonight. So I saw this hilarious thing on one of my news sites about this girl. She's uh, an OnlyFans model. Now me... I don't know what OnlyFans is. I've gotten bits and pieces of what people have thrown at me and seen what sticks to the wall. And the best I can figure is that OnlyFans is for people to charge money to watch them do whatever the fuck they do. I don't know if it's like they request it or you have a show that you put on that's all scripted by you. Maybe you shoot ping pong balls out of your pussy. I don't know. But I know that it's got something to do with sex or it's got something to do with things that are way inappropriate because every time I see someone get caught for being an OnlyFans member, you know, like elementary school teacher was an OnlyFans model by night. And I'm like, well, that's her fucking personal time. Because if I understand correctly, you have to pay to watch someone shoot ping pong balls out of their pussy. So I don't think the elementary students are doing it. So how did they get caught? 
I'm guessing elementary school student daddy or mommy was exploring. I don't know. By the way, OnlyFans. Am I right? Am I wrong? Somebody tell me. I don't know. I don't care. I've I've literally never, ever put the words OnlyFans into my browser. I know. That's amazing, right? Because the combination of the words dick, butt, stuff, ass, anal, penetration, the combinations are mind-boggling, I'm sure. And somehow I've never put Only and Fans together, but I haven't. But this article was talking about this OnlyFans model, and she was asked to leave this ice skating rink. She was wearing this, um, you know, short, short, short skirt. But she had, uh, you know, skorts on underneath, whatever you call them, you know, it's like the little shorts that you wear for under the mini skirt, because obviously when it's that fucking high, and she, you know, nobody's going to go ice skating with their vag hanging out. I mean, you imagine, oh, I don't know what it's like to have a vagina, but I couldn't imagine like falling on it on ice and sliding. That's got to be brutal, but that's where my mind just went. Anyway, she was wearing like this uh, Burberry looking top with a cream colored skirt, real, real fucking high. And she had 5,000 pounds of pancake on her face because, you know, is it just me or like every woman on the internet looked the fucking same? There's so much makeup on that their face, their features become unrecognizable. Because they've all come in. You know how those little aliens look? You know, the ones that everyone talks about, like from communion? Like, they're always big-headed and gray, and they have, uh, like, blank black eyes. Okay? You would never be able to tell one apart from the other. Well, that's how women look on the internet to me. The famous ones. The ones that are, like, uh, influencers and, I guess, only van models. But if I, if I saw a woman like that, I would imagine that when she takes her fucking makeup off, I would be like, Jesus, who are you? You wake up the next day and you're like, you're not who I went to bed with. Oh, no, I washed my face off. Oh, that's why that beach towel over there is balled up and all cream colored. Fucking gross, man. I, women, less is more. You don't need makeup. Natural beauty, so many of you have it. And I, you, you got to stop using the makeup as a crutch. I love women who don't wear makeup. It's so fucking sexy, especially on the rare occasion when uh, a woman who always goes natural does wear makeup, you know, like you got a company party or something or whatever special occasion, and she puts on a dress. You haven't seen her in a dress in a while, and she puts on some fucking red lipstick, and you go, well, damn, you know, like my wife's a hooker tonight, and fantasy play and all that, you know, you know, or, or, or you can just pretend she's your wife and she looks pretty. Either way, I was working my way up to something here eventually. Uh, oh, yeah, the OnlyFans broad. So she's ice skating. And as with all ice skating rinks, they're always at the Galleria. So I guess she was at a mall. No, I know she was at a mall. I'm guessing it's a Galleria. It had a Christmas tree in the middle. and Everyone's doing slow little laps. And she was asked to leave by the ice skating rink. Apparently, there were a whole bunch of people complaining. A whole bunch of sticks in the mud. A whole bunch of fuddy-duddies were complaining about what she was wearing. And yes, she admitted, yes, my skirt is short. But she said, I'm wearing shorts underneath it. And then she starts, this is what really drew my attention in the beginning, was that she was like, if I didn't look like this, I wouldn't be treated this way. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, <laughs> if she had been black, or she had been, well, anything but white, actually, I would have been like, okay, I see where this is going. All right. I'm listening. But she was white. And she said, if I didn't look like this, and then I was like, okay, 
You mean like a hooker? <laughs> like, if I didn't look so fucking trashy and slutty, I wouldn't be treated like this. <laughs> Just fucking, like, you know what? You're probably right. See, everyone else is wearing parkas and blue jeans. All right? And you're wearing go-go boots that somehow have ice skate blades on them. Don't talk about, like, what am I supposed to sympathize with you? Well, guess what, America? People fucking did. People started, of course, because, you know, the internet. And because a woman with big tits and a shitload of makeup on with a fucking hundred thousand people who she's influencing. God help us, this country. And all these fucking comments start pouring in. And they're like, you don't have to change for anybody. You should go out there and wear whatever you want. So, like, the article's hyping up all these people getting her back, you know, saying, like, everyone was quick to jump to her defense and say, you don't have to take it. And there's this whole fucking thing of, of comments. And it's like, I'd go out there and just be like, whatever, you know, because you're pretty and you're beautiful. Signed, Giant Cock Blaster 33. It's every woman's right to wear a skirt when they ice skate. I can't see what the big deal is. Posted by Pussy Punisher 69. <laughs> and it just goes on like this for fucking ever. I think in today's society, it is unfortunate when people can't see past the outside and look inside at a woman's beauty. She was not trying to do anything inappropriate. She just wanted to spend the day on the ice skating rink. Posted by Ass Pounder 2000. <laughs> oh, I am too much. You've had a long day. Your wife won't shut the fuck up. Your kids need their asses beat. You deserve an ice cold Budweiser. Budweiser. Anheuser Bush, Houston, Texas. So I went back to the gym finally after all this cold weather because that's why I've been avoiding it. I know that sounds like a really lame excuse, but I ride a scooter. It's been 25 fucking degrees in Texas for weeks, and it's finally back to being 70, a nice cool 75, 80 <laughs> at night, and possibly getting hot again very soon, just the way I like it. So I finally went back to the gym now that I am a monstrous 300 fucking pounds. And I was like, yes, no judgment. I have not worn, oh, I don't even think I told you guys, I have a full Hulk Hogan costume now. I'm talking about the tight spandex pants, the shoes, the shirt, the bandana, and a fucking blonde mustache to go with it. Now, I haven't done it yet, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna film myself or have somebody film me working out in the judgment-free zone wearing that shit. But anyway, that's a story for another time. When that's done, I'll put it on the YouTube channel and tell you all about it. Anyway, I went to the gym last night, and it was awesome. It felt great. I mean, it, it didn't feel great, but it, I was very proud of myself, and I was like, here we go. It's the start of the new year, and I have been eating great for two days. I've had some Snickers bars, but I'm counting calories, and I'm way fucking below what your normal intake is supposed to be. I'm doing great. I'm eating rice. I'm eating fucking chicken nuggets, but I'm counting them. I'm eating sandwiches, no fucking calories in sandwiches with cold cuts, and lady pink apples, bananas, dried apricots. Oh, my God, man. 
I feel so much better already. Like your body thanks you for it. So I went and I did the uh, sit down on the bicycle thing because <laughs> I'm not standing anymore. Not until I get a little less front heavy. And I did the sit down on the bicycle thing. And I did like 10 miles. And it was awesome. And I was like, okay, I feel all right. No, I'm a little rubbery. And I was like, okay, I'm going to head to HEB. I'm going to pick up some fruit. And I got to HEB. And I was about just getting inside the store. And I'm like, holy shit. You know, like, I, I can't do this. I can't walk. I need to just turn around, get back on my bike, and go the fuck home. And so I got in. I was like, no, dude, you can do it. So I walked in, and I went to the... Uh, I went to the, the 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 produce section, and I got my my peaches and my bananas and my lady pink apples. And if you've never had a lady pink apple, you should do yourself a favor and get one because they're fucking amazing. They taste like fruit punch in an apple. It is the only breed of apple that I like. I kind of like the green ones, the Granny Smith, but every other apple sucks unless it's in a pie. <laughs> so I got my stuff, and I, I was like, okay, I need one more thing. I need rice. So I went and I got the rice, and then I was like, I gotta have. You know, like I, I, I burned some calories. I've eaten nothing today. I deserve a Snickers. So I'm looking down, and this, the candy aisle is like all the fucking way on the other side of the store. And now my back is starting to hurt because, yes, I'm getting back problems like a woman with big boobs gets because they're front heavy. Well, I'm getting back problems because I'm getting titties. <laughs> New titties. <laughs> so. So I'm like, okay, how bad do I want these Snickers bars? And I told myself, like, hey, remember when you were on the bike and you kept wanting to stop, but you kept going and going? Well, don't stop now because you're so close to the Snickers bars. And I got myself going and this music was pumping in my head and I saw the Karate Kid montage or whatever 80s film and I'm like, yeah, I'm an inspiration to all those around me as I go and triumphantly claim these Snickers bars from the candy aisle. And I got there and I got my Snickers and I held them and I snuggled with them and I said, you beautiful bastards, there were six of them. Six beautiful Snickers bars. And I held them high over my head, triumphantly, like an Olympian who had just won a gold medal. And then I slowly dragged my ass to the register, paid, and went home. And I had never felt so accomplished in my life. <laughs> no, I, I understand. I, I should not expect my uh, my photo on the box of Wheaties anytime soon. But I thought it was, uh, you know, it's funny. Like, I, I really was like, I used exercise as motivation to get something fattening actually stickers is not i can totally justify 250 calories packed with peanuts sticker satisfies okay i got some ghost stories coming up for you here in just a second i promised you i would and i'm gonna so turn down the lights and get ready for joey's true ghost stories you've had one hell of a day you just found out that your best friend Lafayette is a fag, and he wants you to stick it in his tight little ass. You deserve an ice-cold Budweiser. 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 
Now, I don't know if I'm going to be able to tell both stories because uh, I'm, I don't know how long I'm going to run because, honestly, I don't think I've ever, no, I know I've never recorded this story. And I don't think I've even told it to anyone in a really, really long time. So it's probably just going to be the one. And if you guys like it, I'll come back and I'll tell you the second one. The second one's fucking way scarier. And, uh, but this one's pretty bad too. So I was born and slightly raised in a very small town in Texas. And my father, who was just starting out in the oil business, becoming more successful, uh, he bought this house that was rather large, way, way bigger than we needed. Only one story, but it was fucking huge. And it was built like no house I've ever seen. It was built like it, like it was shaped like a trailer. You know those trailer park homes? You know, they're just rectangular. Well, that's how this house was. It was just end-to-end like that. Except it wasn't the size of a trailer house. It was like the size of 20 fucking trailer houses. I mean, walking from one end of this house to the other was so fucking long. And my father, I didn't find this out until years later, but my father had gotten this house... He got a steal in his house because it was owned by a doctor and his wife, and he had committed suicide in it. And then I found out years later, she had as well. So when we moved in, it was still furnished. Uh, not the bedrooms, but the this huge fucking library, like something out of the movie Clue or whatever movie you've seen, a giant library inside of a house. There was a honest-to-God library in the house I grew up in, and it was enormous, and it ended up being where my father put his pool table. He left all the bookshelves in and left all the books. Well, all the books were nothing but doctor books. So if you want to get an idea of how I came to be, uh, I, at the age of learning to read, read a lot of books on anatomy and curiosities and anomalies of medicine and things like that, so... You know, it it messes with your mind. On one end of the house was the garage, and it went in, like, sideways. And then there's this giant garage. Boy, that was fucking big, too. Then a hallway, laundry room, giant kitchen, giant fucking living room. And it was one of those, like, 70s-style ones, you know, where you step down into the living room. Very fucking cool. And then this hallway that was just miles long. Then bedroom, bedroom, bathroom, bedroom, bedroom bathroom master bedroom now i had an imagination back then okay i was way into star wars but i wasn't into ghosts i didn't even know what ghosts were and all these things that happened to me in this house they they didn't bother me for a long time because i didn't know what they were my father had a habit to this day i'm sure he still probably has but he would go to bed at nine he'd wake up at midnight he'd walk downstairs in future houses He'd walk downstairs to his little mini fridge and he'd get some fucking EL fudge and he'd eat. He'd get a midnight snack and be like a whole three minute ordeal at most. In his little mini fridge is where he keeps his beer. Now, back in this house, we had a huge refrigerator with a big, big fucking bottom drawer and he always kept a case of beer in there. And every time that he got one, I can remember that sound the drawer opening, the beer shifting the drawer closing loudly, the fridge closing. And that fridge was nowhere near where the bedrooms were. 
And every night when I'd go to bed, I would sit there and I'd listen. And those beers would rock back and forth quite violently sometimes. And I would, I never, ever, ever thought anything of it. I always thought, oh, that's my dad getting a midnight snack. My dad didn't get up and get a beer at midnight. I mean, my family may be full of alcoholics, but he wasn't that bad. So I always chalked it up to that. Dad's getting a beer. That's his midnight snack. You know, it was fucking five. What did I know? But then like real strange shit started to happen. You know, just not, not on a regular basis, but just occasionally. We had that big library. And I would play in it all the time. I'd run around the pool table. I mean, it was, I can't even describe to you how much room there was. I'd run around the pool table. I'd run under it. I'd run and slide under it. But I'd be in that room and something would grab my ankle and it would pull my fucking ankles out from under me while I was running. And it got, I was so young and I kept pretending like I had done that with my mind. Like I was thinking, Oh, it's my imagination. I'm pretending that someone's grabbing me because I'm running from them. And I, uh, oh my God, I'm getting chills. So occasionally something would, would violently grab my ankle and pull me down to the carpet. And I'd giggle and I'd get up and I'd laugh and I'd run again. And it just happened every once in a while. And I was never with anyone. I didn't have any friends in my house. I was five years old. My mother would be watching TV or cooking or or whatever she was doing, I don't know. My father was on the couch one time, and the couch was right next to the glass sliding door that led out to the patio. And the patio is where the doctor had blown his brains out, right there on the outside patio. Again, something I didn't know until later. My father claims that he looked in on him, the ghost, I guess, of this man walked up to the door with no expression on his face looked down at my father and my father this did happen he jumped up so fast to get away from this shadowy dark figure that he ran straight into a brick wall split his head open had to get stitches I used to ride one of those big wheels, like in The Shining, okay? And because of that long, long hallway, I used to ride it up and down and up and down the hallway. And I remember one time I was flying down and I passed the bathroom. And as I passed the bathroom, I saw a woman, a heavyset woman with brown hair, kind of blondish streaks. And she had cut off blue jean shorts. She had a sleeveless uh, American flag shirt. You know, the whole shirt was like the American flag. And she was just kind of, you know, tussling with her hair or whatever in the mirror. I mean, I, it was only a glimpse I got of her. But I saw her. I, I didn't have that vivid of an imagination. That woman was standing there. And for me, it could have just as easily been one of my mother's friends in my mind. But there was no one in that house but me and my mom. Father was at work sister wasn't alive yet and when we looked through old photo albums that they had left behind because the doctor had killed himself and then the wife had killed herself too i'm sorry i should have mentioned that she she took the the pills way out the overdose and when we then the kids didn't want any of their shit that's why we had that library and again that's why we got to steal on the house 
And when we, me and my mom, were looking through those photo albums of theirs that they left behind, and then they turned, she opened the page up, and there was that woman, and there were the fucking clothes that she was wearing when I saw her. And again, I did not think anything of it. I just, I said, I, I've seen her. And my mom was just, whatever. Didn't even think anything of it, you know? And I'm like, yeah. It's like, I've seen this woman in this house. And then we didn't talk about it, you know, like until, uh, I don't know, 30 years later when I just started putting all these things together. And it's like, were they ghosts or were they the uh, product of a overactive imagination by me? I don't know. I don't believe in ghosts. I do not believe in ghosts. I think that if ghosts were real, that uh, at this point we'd have some kind of proof, not some video, unless like ghosts sign some sort of waiver, like in order to be a ghost, you're only allowed to be filmed on grainy, shaky cameras. Like, God forbid there was ever a high-definition fucking camera filming something and an actual ghost appeared and was like, yes, I'm a ghost. Hi, yes, you can stick your hand through me, see? Yeah, I'm dead. Totally dead. Okay, not buying it. No ghosts. There's no aliens. We're living in a simulation. Yeah, I don't have time to tell the second story, but let me tell you, if you want to get fucking goosebumps, stick around for the next time that I do tell it. Because it's about the one time I spent the night in a room where a girl killed herself, unbeknownst to me, until a couple of days later after I told them about some shit that happened while I was there. And then they told me about some even more horrifying shit that they already knew had happened to them and yet still let me sleep in that fucking room. So that will be my next ghost story. If I so choose to uh, tell it, I don't fucking feel like even remembering that I just told this one because my back is all goosebumpy and fuck that shit doing it to myself. There's no such thing as ghosts. God, I hope there's no such thing as ghosts. You went on a blind date last night, and everything went well. You later found out that she was a man. You had sex with her anyway. Because hey, she looked pretty hot. You deserve an ice-cold Budweiser. Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch, Houston, Texas. You can reach me at fatguylovescake at yahoo.com. Don't forget about the YouTube channel. Please like and subscribe. Hug your children, kiss your kitty cats, and please be nice. We'll see you on Friday.